0: Welcome to the Project Sebastian podcast. It is January 2019, and I just wanted to say welcome back and thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Please help us continue on with our uh, endless journey to share thoughts and stories about special needs families and how you deal with them, the triumphs, the challenges, and everything that goes into it today. So, thank you so much. I appreciate every every one of you. So, today on the show, we have a man, <laughs> and I'm sorry to laugh, but he makes me laugh all the time because he's just got this amazing face and he's, this smile and the way that he talks. You'll hear it uh, Vernon Foster. Now, Vernon and I met through a mutual friend through uh, another uh, social media platform, and uh, props to Tony Grebmeier for helping us uh, connect. So,. course of last year and a half he and uh, vernon and i have gotten a little bit closer and i'm just really happy that he took the time to say yes and uh he's a very busy man and he's doing a lot of great stuff and i just um i'm extremely excited to, to have him on the show so uh with that said stay tuned for this amazing january 2019 kickoff uh, for the Project Sebastian podcast. Of course, show brought to you by eSight, where if you go to projectsebastian.org right now and click on the eSight icon, we will basically tell you how to get 10% off your new eSight eyewear. Uh, we are happy to have a partnership with uh, getting vision to others that have problems seeing, as you know, you've seen uh, my son Sebastian, he can't see very well. These glasses allowed him to see. So it's great for low vision, <laughs> macular degeneration, and anyone that's having an issue with uh, just being able to see. So it's an amazing product. Uh, we'll talk more about that on another podcast where we're going to hopefully have on the President of eSight. But uh, also going forward, just go check it out. ProjectSebastian.org. Check on the uh, eSight icon and it'll take you to their website to where you can schedule your east experience to see if they even work for you and it's free of charge okay also we have our football raffle wrapping up this weekend it's uh, gonna be an amazing opportunity for some of these kids to have uh, more financial freedom all the funds are going to current clinical trials undergoing uh, right now in children's hospital ohio and sanford research center so Again, www.projectsebastian.org. Click on the football guy and enter today for a chance to win two tickets to Super Bowl 53 in Atlanta, Georgia. That's right. Winners will be announced Friday. We take ticket sales all the way up till midnight uh, Friday. So Saturday the 19th, we're going to announce the winners. All right. So with that said, everybody, stay tuned. We'll be right back with Vernon Foster. Hey, everybody. This is the Project Sebastian podcast. And today I have a very special guest, Vernon Foster. Are you with us, Vernon? Mr. Malona. What's up, brother? I'm in the house with you. Oh, man, it's so good to hear your voice, finally. I just want to let everybody know that uh, Mr. Vernon is our first podcast interview of 2019. So thank you for bringing in the new year with me. Whoop, whoop. Whoop whoop hey, glad to be here, man. This is cool. I love I love these these yeah. podcasts, man. It's a cool it's such a cool medium. You know, it's such a cool way to reach the masses and get the <laughs> message out. And um man, yeah, I just I'm glad that I can be here and provide some value for the listeners for you, brother. That's great. Um so um a little bit about Vernon Foster. Uh he is a podcaster um, out of Denver, Colorado. Is that correct? Yeah, man. I'm from the East coast, but I'm, I'm planted. I'm planted here for now. So yeah, I, uh, I used to follow you on uh, social media. You were traveling all over the world. Uh, when I connected with you, to another <laughs> friend. you were like bouncing all over like the world, dude. What was that like? Man, it was cool. I packed up all my, everything I own, uh, fit in two backpacks, And for like seven and a half months, I was uh, spent time living in Colombia, Mexico, uh, Utah, and back to Florida, and then Colorado, and then now I'm in Colorado. So it was really cool. It was a great experience. I think it really taught me how much stuff I actually don't need, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and how much just crap that I collected that I just don't need, you know, like, I think the Western by Western standards, um, we, we we just really think we need a lot. And we just, it's, it's surprising when you put yourself in a situation and you're saying, all right, everything I need has to fit in these two bags, how much more efficient you become. Sure. And, and also from a cultural standpoint, it just, it just really, I mean, I've, I've been traveling since I was uh, on it, like at least once a year, I'll go to a new place. Uh, since two thousand nine uh, that was my first international experience and i'm just i'm never it never ceases me um how much we have in common with people that live on the opposite ends of the world you know almost uh it's just it's cool it's it's amazing to explore cultures it's amazing to see how much humanity uh really is we're we're so we're more it, Intertwined and connected than we think. I always say, uh, my favorite line is, "We're all soldiers of the same struggle." So, when you travel to God and you get to see people from different walks of life, their food, their culture, the way they interact with their families, it's cool, man. It's it's just really, it's um, it's a great experience. That sounds amazing. So, did did you do that all in the span of a of a month? no it it was it was uh it was like seven months total i think seven and a half months or something like that when it was all said and done wow that's great so you're you're currently staying in denver for a little bit yeah i'm here i'm doing some consulting uh with a company uh friend of mine um david finberg he has a really great s e o company in operation out here i'm helping uh put some things in place, building a team putting in some structure and uh, it's it's a cool, you know, I, if you would have asked me a year ago, what, did, I, did I see myself, you know, where I'm at doing what I'm doing? I would say no, but, you know, I think it's important to be open to, um, you know, new opportunities to be, to say yes, you know, to things that um, are going to, you know, potentially take you to places you know, on new adventures, I'm all about the adventure, whether that's in business or in life. And um, it's it's a great opportunity. I feel like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of flow. Right. I've been looking for this flow in my life as of late, just like where do things feel like they they fit like the puzzle right. pieces sure. and not so much am I not so much of forcing a, a round peg into a square hole, you know, right. Well, I, I, I got to tell you that uh, I'm, I'm happy that you took some time out this morning. Uh, I know it's very early for me here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate you. Um, you do know the format of the show is basically we're talking about um, how the special needs community affects you on a daily. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, uh, I, we've had some private conversations about some of your experiences, and that's why I wanted you on the show. Because um, if if I remember correctly, you're not directly involved, but you you have people in your life that have affected you through the special needs community, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So my my mom, so my mom's youngest sister, um, she has. Um, I'm not exactly sure what you would uh, diagnose it as, but um, she has. Well, on two accords. she has one on one ha- on one end. She has the aid. Um She contracted it uh, when she was uh, young, um, and she also has. I'm not sure what you would classify it as, but she almost has like a uh, kind of like a dementia slash. Uh, I'm not I'm not really sure what you'd classify it as. She's very young. I think she's in, in her thirties um and so th- th- it doesn't affect me directly, but it's indirectly right my mom is um my mom is there's she's her primary caretaker uh for um her sister stacy, which is my aunt uh which is who I'm referring to and um you know it's i th- i think oftentimes you know and you you probably noticed this with with um you know. My personality, too, uh, Chris, is that we, we have. my mom has a tendency to just give so much. She's just she's just an open heart person. She gives a lot. And, you know, there's really no one in her family that steps up to be to help with these responsibilities. Right. I, I think it just takes a toll on my mom a lot. You know, I think it's just it's really hard for her. Um, she feels like she doesn't get any help. Um and simultaneously, she's in school studying for her master's, and she's in her. Um, I won't give away her age, but she's, <laughs> she's up there in age, right? <sighs> she wouldn't want me to do that.
1: Sure. Uh,
0: you know, but it's you know when I when I when I look at my mom and I just I'm just like wow she's a she's a modern day hero you know like she's she's a she wears a cape because not only is she this um, single mom that raised basically five kids are on her own. You know, she has um this sister who has special needs that is in a, a public hospital essentially. Um, you know, because she can't always be there and when she does, she does take the time to travel and go up there, um, in North Florida from Orlando where she's at. And you can just see it every time she comes back or you can hear it in her voice and she's just she's just like, man, this is Uh, you know, um, I just don't know what to do. You know, she kind of feels like hopeless to some degree. Wow. That's, Um,
1: that's,
0: that's pretty, that's pretty amazing statement that you would actually recognize the struggles of someone taking care of someone else. And I think a lot of people miss that Vernon. And it's, uh, it's important to recognize just how hard it is to just, you know, have human connection in general is hard, but to take care of somebody else uh in the special needs community is is just completely amazing on how uh your mother's able to do that so i'm i'm like really like touched by your your story so far yeah and 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 i think that you know it's like so how do you so the question then becomes like how do i support like her right like how can i be of service to right? Like, how how can I help her? Um, and in that capacity, I think it can be um, difficult for her to kind of express where she needs help at, right? Um, because she's a very strong minded, like, I got to take on the world and do it myself. So, you know, sometimes it's probably hard for her to just reach out and say, hey, I need help with this. So I just, as a, you know, not only as a you know, good son, but just trying to be observant of like, you know, like and step back and say like, what, you know, what, where can I support her? Where can I help her? Um, where is she not asking for help? Right. You know, does, um, does she, um does she live close to you? Are you able to, she, 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 she does it, you know, and that's, that's another thing too, you know um, she lives in Florida. I'm here in oh, I see. Colorado. so I see. Um, So it's challenging for you to actually, get to help your mom or to actually be a support system for your aunt? Yeah, it's, it's difficult, you know, and it's like the way I, so she's in school, right? Mm -hmm. And so the way I can contribute most is by helping her with her papers. So ever since she was in school in 2000, I think we were talking about this last night. She went back to school in in 2006 Mm and, yeah um, i've helped her i've helped her by editing all of her papers with the grammar and things like that and so like that's a i think that's a way that i can support her you know flying home and just kind of checking in checking on the house you know that's a way i can support her um you know maybe it's putting some money in a card and sending it and just saying hey love you mom you know that's a way i can support her but you know i always i always you know think it's like how can I like, where can I do more? Like, where is she not asking for help? And, you know, I know, like, even with me, sometimes it's hard to, like, reach out and be like, hey, I need help. Because in my mind, I, I don't, I feel like I create this scenario in my head where it's like, I'd rather not get let down than ask for help and get let, let down. Right. Did I say that right? I'd rather, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd I'd rather not ask for help because I feel like. I, I don't want to get let down. Right. Sure. Cause then it's like, Oh, well I asked for help and this person let me down and I put all this trust in them, and I put this on this pedestal and I thought they were so great, you know, and now and I just feel like shit because sorry. Right. Um, crap. Okay. Cause they, they weren't um, there for me. Right. Like have you experienced that? Well, I was going to ask you a quick question. We can get onto my experience, but, um, the question I have for you, I guess is like, you know, how do you How do you deal with the the possible reactions from others that you 're not doing enough, or how do you deal with your own guilt not doing enough in the, in the sense to find a way to deal and to show your support i mean that 's got to be challenging in itself do you, do you come across people with uh, opinions of you or the situation? Uh, I mean, I think it's, it's more of like, this is kind of probably like the first time I've talked about it, like publicly, like most people that know me probably don't even know this, you know, like that my, that my mom has a sister that special needs and that has, um, you know, um, the AIDS and virus and yeah, um, in terms of like, how do I deal with the guilt? Uh, I, I just, I guess maybe it's like doing more uh-huh. or, um, Maybe it's like, maybe it's taking a step back and saying, hey, like, how, how can I better my life? How can I, maybe I can't hope right now, like in a large capacity, but m- maybe if I can better my finances and I can get better as a person, you know, in a year's time or in two years time, that puts me in a better position to be able to serve, right? Uh, maybe I can fly home more if, if I'm making more income. Right. So, like, maybe it's like on, um, uh, you know, at the outset it may seem selfish, but like in the, like I'm, you know, in the in the short term it may seem selfish, but in the long term it's like I'm really trying to set myself up for success, whether that be in finances or making sure the lights, you know, um, stay on and making sure I, I I'm in good solid health, right, mm-hmm. for the future. Um, you know, for the, I'm setting the, 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 the current me is putting in the work so the future me can be able to do more and give more, right? Because it's, <laughs> that's awesome. at some, at some point, my mom's, you know, she's going to get up in age. Right. And if, uh, you know, her sister's obviously younger than her, um, you know, so like maybe there's going to be a point where I have to step in and I have to like move back there or call the shots or, you know, and if I'm not in a position where I can do that financially, you know, um, then it's going to cause me even more stress, right? Sure. Uh, Does that, then it's um, just going to cause even more that, problems. Now, uh, I forgot to ask, uh, are, you, are you the only sibling in the family? No, I'm not. Um, I'm the youngest, and I think mm-hmm. I have probably the – so I'm the youngest, I'm not married, and I don't have kids. Right. So, like, I think by default there's kind of like this, oh, well, Vernon can – yeah um (laughs) well vernon's the one who can handle it because he doesn't have shit going on right which is not the case yeah i'm the youngest too i'm the youngest too and i'm the one that uh gets called on all the time where i have to feel like i need to do that because i don't know maybe it's just what the youngest person has to do i don't know yeah and and i kind of maybe there's some resentment right and like for me it's like well if you guys like have a fan- like, you know like yeah I get it you guys have a family but like like why aren't you why are you calling mom you know like why are you why are you not you know just going by to check on her because you're closer than me you know like I live on the west coast you know my brother lives in Utah I live here sure so like <laughs> maybe there's a little bit of resentment you know yeah on that end for me That's like of course. Now how many uh brothers and sisters do you have, Vernon? I have uh three sisters and one brother. I see. Just okay. five of us total. Well, oh, five. Everybody cool? Everybody close? Uh me and my brother are really close. Um me and my youngest sister are probably like the next I'm probably like the next closest, like in terms of relationship, like and then um my middle sister. I don't have a relationship with her at all, which is it's, it's unfortunate. And then my oldest sister, over the years, we've kind of started talking more. Like I called her and you know, told her, you know, happy birthday and things like that. But you know, I I kind of think about that too. It's just like, man, like, and I think we had this conversation. It was like, am I, I feel like my family's like super dysfunctional, <laughs> you know? And I and and I think it's like you're you not know, every, one. You're not the right. only one, brother. You're, Right. Right. But it's like maybe it's maybe those are the conversations we need to have more. It's like, hey, man, are you going through this? Because like this sucks. I feel like my family. Yeah. And then like, how do you improve it? Right. Because I know for me, at least from what I see is there's a lot of baggage from childhood that people are still carrying around and resentment from, um, you know, situations that happen that may or may not have been in my mom's control. Um, Sure. Or, you know, like, another way of looking at it is that, you know, this is kind of a philosophy I've uh, adopted is like, you know, most people are doing the best they can with the tools that they have. So like, if you're judging them, and you're resentful or whatever about something that happened in the past, you know, maybe a good way of thinking of it is, hey, they were just doing the best they could with what they knew or the tools that they have. And, you know, everybody's not equipped with tools to be able to do certain things. Everybody doesn't have a high level of emotion intelligence. Everybody doesn't have a high level of forgiveness, right? So if you kind of have more, like, maybe empathy and compassion for them, it kind of, like, reframes the, the maybe, like, the anger or the frustration. Sure. I mean, I think that it, what it boils down to, in my opinion, is that it's uh, experience in those situations and and how we come out of it, you know. And if we don't have someone to help us uh, explain uh, why these things are or to show us a different path on how to be more helpful, then we we continue down with that path of, you know, animosity, resentment, anger, frustration, like you alluded to, you know. I know in my daily life with my special needs son – it is very challenging to have people understand uh, what it is that we do on a daily basis to take care of him. And it is a group effort, you know, and sometimes I like to isolate and say, I got it. I got it. I got it. Cause you're not doing it my way. Mm-hmm. And I, and I find that I lose a lot of traction that way because I'm just scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, so you're podcasting, you're consulting, you're helping your mother from across the country with the, with, with the aunt that is uh, going through some challenges. Um, tell us what, uh, what's your daily like? I mean, what, what's going on in your day? What happens with Vernon? Uh, so when I wake up, I try to get up, I've been trying to get up a little bit more earlier, um, like six uh, six ish. And I, uh, jump into meditation prayer for 15-20 minutes and then I do like a little mini kind of cardio workout a little bit of jump roping and then uh hop in the shower eat breakfast and then I'm off to the office um and uh just kind of right now it's like actually consulting for a startup right so it's it's kind of chaotic right there's like hey, where do we need to focus our time? Where do we need to focus our energy? What's going to move the needle? Yeah. And right now, it's more so of just finding people, the right people who can fill roles on the team. Sure. And, um, you know, making sure we're holding each other accountable to our goals. And those are the days when I'm in the office. When I'm not in the office, I'm working on building up a personal brand. I have like a side project, a moniker, Vernon Maxwell. And um, that's like a lot of I think a culmination of of all of the things that I've I've kind of always been a, a person of hope. Right. Hope's like my superpower. And, <laughs> and it's like, how can I convey, you know, I don't want my life to just be me making money and then that's it. Right. Um, yeah. I think man. that I've been given I've. I'm blessed that I was born in the United States. I'm blessed that I have good health. I'm blessed that I've been able to with this gift to connect with people um, and spread a message of hope. So um, when I'm not in the office, I'm working on that side project and I have a podcast called uh, famous quotes from famous people. we just, we just eclipsed the 30,000 download mark and, by the way that doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day <laughs> it's just like right. having a trophy on a shelf right you got a trophy on a shelf congratulations but i think sure. beyond that um you know it allows me to feel like i'm creating something that will that will exist beyond you know my lifetime or uh, maybe that's you know a little ambitious, but um just knowing that I'm putting something out there that's making someone's life better and that I'm not just right. taking and that I'm not just consuming I'm actually creating im I'm, I'm putting good energy out into the world and um, yeah you know, I can gonna can, continue to do to do more stuff like that with that project i just it's a simple concept uh seven days a week, five minutes a day. I share a quote from somebody who's influential or somebody who's done something great in the world or doing something great in the world um, with the hope that it will inspire someone to snap out of it the day that I'm going to live my life. This is the day that I'm going to take care of my health. This is the day that I'm going to leave Starbucks and go be great, you know, and and start my own company (laughs) or whatever, you know, like, and that's the hope, right and sure. and it's I say it's bite-sized wisdom in the form of quotes from the world's most successful people no i I've, I've uh I follow you. I've listened to uh quite a few of your podcasts, uh which uh, I think is really it's it's brilliant because it's simple, and it's not like time consuming, it's just like real just like you said, yes. it's just bite-sized quotes about what people are doing in the world um and I, And I've always said this, I don't think you have to be famous to share something great uh-huh. because i think um i think the the non-famous are are just i guess superhumans waiting to be discovered but you know it depends on how much you know fame you really think you need but the ordinary people like i guess me and you we have experiences that we can share with others and like i'm sure that your experience with your special needs uh uh, family situation has led you to believe that there are good people in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not all about, you know, popping bottles and chasing bitches and making dollars and shit. Nah, I
1: get it.
0: that was in my twenties, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was my, that was my life up until 26 years old. And then I got sober and I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. But, um, no, but I, I, I totally hear what you're saying. I, I like your little podcast. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Um, I think it would be great if Oprah would subscribe. To yes. <laughs> hey, man, I tell everybody Oprah just subscribe because like <laughs> it's social proof and like clearly I'm joking. Right. But uh, right. to some degree. Right. Like whatever it takes to get the message in front of people. Right. It's not I am i don't have anything. I'm not selling anything. Right. I'm just selling hope. Right. So if, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if someone hears yeah. that and it gets them to subscribe mm-hmm. and they listen to an episode and It completely changes the trajectory of their life. I'm I'm happy with that, you know, I think you know what, that's 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 probably the message that most people need to start doing. And I I think that your your experience with the special needs community has brought you to this point, in my opinion, about having a little bit more empathy and compassion for not just special needs people, but people in general. And, And I'm finding I'm finding that very, very hard to find in this day and age. So it's very refreshing Vernon to uh, talk to. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that. Right. So if you hear a lot of background noise, uh, you know that I just do my podcast wherever the hell I want, right? Oh yeah, that's the beauty. Yeah, so, of, that's the beauty of the platform, right? Yeah. So what what you probably been hearing in the background when you play this back is like I just took my kid to school. <laughs> <laughs> I took my youngest kid to school and I said goodbye and I gave my uh, my uh, my oldest son's nurse. Uh, A cup of coffee. So I mean, I love podcasting, and and I and I want the listeners to know something. When I started talking to Vernon, I didn't know about his alter ego, the uh, Maxwell Hour, whatever you're calling yourself these days. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. But but he uh, he told me he says, "What do you really want to do, Chris?" And I said, "I want to spread a message of hope. I need help from my son and and to cure Batten disease." And he says. Why don't you podcast? Now you remember this conversation, Vernon? Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Over a year of of like just sitting and doing nothing and like just riddled with fear and like trying to plan it and trying to make it all like badass, like all these other guys out there. It just I remember what you said. Dude, just hit record and go. It doesn't matter what it is, just go. Mm-hmm. And um I wish I would have done it a lot sooner um vernon because i uh i have a new goal this year to hit like 12 to 24 podcasts this year uh i started late in the summer last year you can catch my back episodes on project sebastian um dot uh, org or you can just go to um this app called the anchor app and just search project sebastian but you can also find this now because you also taught me this too vernon that i'm on every platform known to me yeah iTunes, i'm on itunes spotify, spotify. Yeah, dude. So thank you. I just wanted to say thank you, Vernon, for helping me get out of my comfort zone into the spread an awareness and awareness and a campaign for special needs families because you know, I think we all are affected in some way, some connection. Uh like Will Smith said 6 degrees of separation. It's very true. You know, uh we know somebody that is struggling whether it's through autism, Batten disease or AIDS or stuff like that. So um you know what? You truly have been a treasure in my life. And I mean that because I love talking to you. And uh, I was hoping for when we get out of here right now, could you do a little bit of the Vernon that I love so much? She take my money when I'm in need. <laughs> that's my Jamie Foxx. I don't know if that's what you wanted, but you got that. I want the podcast king. Give me the podcast king. Yeah, it's the podcast king in the house of Vernon Maxwell. Welcome to the show, baby. This Project Sebastian, man. I want y'all to listen, man. I'm, I'm going to lay some knowledge on you right now. Project Sebastian is the hottest thing right now. If you guys want Super Bowl tickets, we got you, man. If you want to be on the yeah. podcast, we got you. Um, yeah. and, more, and most importantly, keep being great. Support something great, whether that's this or whether that's your family or whether that's your boss or your coworker, go out and do something great for somebody today because we need more greatness. I church. <laughs> that was like my that was like my pastor soapbox, like yeah, routine. I, I, I gotta tell, you, I should play the voicemail that you left me uh, before the holidays. It was the best. <laughs> it was like it, it was like the dope. It was like the dopest shit I heard in a long time. I mean, it was like, it was, hey, this is a podcast kick. Where you at? <laughs> it's the podcast king. And I got you back, Betty. Uh, I love you, Vernon. Thank you so much for doing the show. Um, it's a pleasure, bro. Real quick. Well, I, I appreciate you. So tell us uh, real quick where we can catch you. Yeah, I'm um, so if you want to find my alter ego, which most people probably want to see that because that's more interesting than my other life. <laughs> you can find me <laughs> at Well. Uh, on IG or Twitter, or you can just go to VernonMaxwell.com dot com. You, all my stuff's linked up there. The podcast, famous culture, famous people, um, my YouTube channel, my IG. Um, yeah, so that's where they can find me if they wanna connect or if they wanna get some. If they wanna get some of this hope, this hope I'm dealing. Um, yeah, you're a hope dealer now, huh? Yeah, man, came up, bro. I'm out on these streets. I'm working these streets. man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Mr. Vernon Foster out of Colorado, just thank you so much for taking the time to chime in, expressing your thoughts on special needs and sharing some really harsh feelings about, you know, anger and resentment and family and how dysfunctional it can be and how you've just basically been able to just stay above the fray and just. Just be positive for your your family and your and your brothers and sisters. That's that's huge. And I just want to tell everybody, the listeners, please check out Vernon Maxwell Foster, uh, wherever he said. I always follow him on, on Instagram and uh, I do love his uh, little tiny little bits of quotes from celebrities and, and famous people. You can always catch that out there. Are you on YouTube yet? Vernon? I am. I just I'm you I just got on YouTube. I just got. On. I'm a little late to the YouTube party, but I just got on. And if you that's type right. in, uh, if you type in Vernon Maxwell with two X's double X, um, yep. you can find me there as well. So if you just Google, you can find like this stuff. You know, most people don't. Most people just Google things these days, anyway. So yeah. All right. All right. That's a lazy okay, way. Okay. Well, hey, I, I, I appreciate it. Say, yeah. No, thank you, bud. I appreciate you. Um and thank God for uh the connections that have brought us to this point. I and I really appreciate them as well. Do you still have the Super Bowl uh, joints? The Super Bowl tickets? What's the deal with that? Yeah, we're we're still we're still pushing the Super Bowl tickets, of course. Uh that ends on January eighteenth. Winners will be announced January nineteenth. Hopefully when we get this uh this pushed out hopefully by um you know, tomorrow or the next day, hopefully people will go to www.projectspection.org. Click on the football guy and uh, get your chance at two tickets to this year's Super Bowl. So, oh, that's Vern, nice. Y'all better I, uh, do that. I, yeah, I got to. I got to tell you, it's been awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, for all you people out there listening, we'll be right back after these short messages. Thanks, Vern. Cheers, man. I just wanted to say thank you for tuning in to the Project Sebastian podcast, uh, our inaugural 2019 podcast with Vernon Maxwell. That's two X's. So if you guys get a chance, hit him up on VernonMaxwell.com. You said, uh, well, he said that he's going to be on YouTube. He's going to figure all that stuff out. I know for all you YouTubers out there who. Pretty much have ditched cable and gone to your YouTube channel. You can catch him there. So I just plugged in his, uh, his digits, vernonmaxwell.com. It's a pretty cool website. Check it out. Uh, as always, thank you, Vernon, for giving me your patience, love, acceptance, and tolerance. And always a good vibe. I love your podcast. Check it out, everybody. You can catch him every, uh, I think it's like every couple weeks. He he does those uh, little tiny tidbits of inspiration quotes. So, Check them out on the World Wide Web. Thank you all for watching. Until next time, I appreciate every one of you. Thank you to the special needs community. Thank you to Raffle Ready. Thank you to eSight. And thank you to everyone that has supported us thus far. All right. Y'all stay dry out there. Peace.